0: The advice given in this podcast is general in nature. If you require personalised medical advice, please see your healthcare professional. This podcast is not affiliated with the views of our professional employer and any real life accounts have been appropriately de-identified for confidentiality purposes. This is 1% Stronger. Hi everyone, how's it going? Welcome back to another week of 1% Stronger. We are back. Yeah, we back. <laughs> I'm thrilled to be here. <laughs> very,
1: very excited, in such a good mood as always. Super excited to bring you guys content.
0: Happy Friday, everyone! I realize I never said it, despite that we always release on a Friday. So, Happy Friday, everyone!
1: Pretty much at the weekend, even though that means nothing to shift workers. Yeah, which is <laughs> a large
0: part of our demographic <laughs> who listen to us.
1: <laughs> um. I have not done anything interesting this week, so I'm going to skip right through that part because I don't want to bore you with my details of work. (laughs) Um, I'm going to tell you all about it throughout the episode, so I don't need to tell you that now, but I'm going to start with a recommendation. Please do. Kind of a two-part recommendation. Okay. It's another book. So (laughs) it's The Bluffs by Kyle Perry, which I've just been seeing sort of popping up on my Goodreads app a lot Mm -hmm. saying that this is recommended for you. If you like The Dry, which I just went and saw the movie, which is the other recommendation I have, which was so good. You guys know I harped on about The Dry for so long. It's just such a good Australian movie that I was so happy that they did it with like not an absolute low budget. Like I felt like they did a really good job of it. Um, The Bluffs is a very similar vibe to like very Jane Harper style story. Mm. Specifically, if you like Force of Nature, which is one of her other books, I would say this is the most similar book I've read to it. And it's very good. It's by Kyle Perry. It's a bit weird, like a bit woo woo at some points, but it's really interesting. Like it sucks you in. I definitely didn't guess what the plot twist was going to be. And it was just a really, really well written book. There you go. <laughs> Yet another one to the end to the list. <laughs> my gone. shame my shamefully
0: high pile of books. Because I do not read anywhere near as fast as you. I have actually been meaning to chat to you about whether or not you recommend The Dry because the the book, yes, we both recommend. Love. The movie though, because I know I saw it a couple of days before you saw it and I have been meaning now for weeks to chat to you about it. You said
1: let me know what you think about the end. Yeah. Mm. What did you think?
0: I mean, I just feel like I went and saw it with Geordie, my partner. I just feel like I had to fill him in a lot of the context that the book had that the movie didn't because there was a lot of stuff that he was kind of like, oh, I didn't get it. Like, why did he – I I can't say it without spoiling it, (laughs) but, like, there wasn't enough information given as to why the murders happened, essentially, he felt um and so with me filling in a bit of the background information that you got from the book he was like oh that makes a lot more sense
1: to be Um, honest Justin said the exact same thing and I think because I already had all the information and had read it I was like oh yes this is done so well but Yes, I actually feel the exact same as you.
0: Wonderful. So hopefully that doesn't spoil (laughs) anything for any of the um, listeners. But still, I 100% agree. I do recommend it. I think watching an Australian-made film is just such a nice change from all of the American ones. It's just such a different style and it's just, yeah,
1: very... It looks like it's definitely been shot in Australia. Like, it's very close to home. I really liked it.
0: No, I do agree. Um that's not my recommendation. Though.
1: <laughs> it's my recommendation. <laughs> you can you can on. <laughs>
0: have two. I mean sure, I'll back it, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tell me about yours.
0: Um again, very similar to you, not a lot of news uh in my life this week. Um Be quiet. <laughs> most mostly working um a lot of brunches lovely yeah love that for me excellent um my recommendation is actually a uh, person to follow on Instagram if you haven't already Ooh. um i know that you and i have talked about it i think we did initially in one of the podcast episodes i don't think we ended up releasing hence mm-hmm. why i'm coming back to it um but it is dr joshua walrich yes. on Instagram he is actually an orthopedic surgeon um, in the NHS in the UK, um, is taking a year off at the moment to do his... Um, Conveniently turned? Yes.
1: <laughs> no shame. Very, like,
0: very much so. But he's doing full-time Masters for Nutritional Science. So um, he has so much information out there about um, essentially breaking down a lot of the influencer sort of diets, health-related sort of if you have any... Qualms, queries, if you think something might be a gimmick, you're not really sure about it, head over there. He breaks down a lot of stuff that we have touched on here, but he does it in a really good way as well, really palatable way. He also does a lot of work on breaking down weight stigma, especially when it comes to that from healthcare professionals. It's something that is definitely, unfortunately, quite rampant um, amongst us. It's, you know, yeah, I essentially won't delve any further into it i'll let you guys figure it all out see it for yourself but he's definitely been someone on my instagram feed lately who has been a really positive influence who's really sort of opening my eyes educating me in a way that is i found very beneficial to me so i think if you guys are looking for something to break the cycle especially if you feel like you're surrounded by a lot of diet culture weight stigma you know health information that you're unsure about he is definitely a light and a resource to get around and to follow
1: I love that. I've just actually done a live Instagram Google while you were recommending that. Um, And I love in his bio, it says fighting weight stigma and hashtag NutriBollocks. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that's very fitting. I like that a lot.
0: It is. He also has a podcast um, with, he's a nutritionist, I believe, called Cut Through Nutrition Podcast. I can't say that I've listened to it, but I can imagine from his feed that it would be along a very similar evidence-based I'm delightful that right
1: now. <laughs> Touch, fruit nutrition
0: nothing like a live google
1: <laughs> subscribe oh i like the picture that's cute <laughs> nice oh
0: um yeah can't say I listen to it um so not my recommendation my recommendation is just to follow him um but good source of information well backed by evidence very nuanced conversation
1: I love the word nuance. Yeah. Nuance. Get around him. I feel like you throw that in a sentence and it just makes you sound way smarter. It was
0: like last week when, what did you say? You said lagoon. Lagoons. Lagoons.
1: Lagoons. <laughs> All right. <let's laughs> stop making fun of each other's words and jump straight into this week's podcast. Please. <laughs> so... We're not talking too much science today. We are talking more well-being life chats that we love to have with you guys, mm. um, and it's all about career change, as you would have figured out by the title. <laughs> yeah, I feel like every day, it's <laughs> yes, gonna be a surprise. <laughs>
0: like, hi guys, this week we're talking about drum roll, please. Well, sometimes it comes with like more
1: creative titles that like might not be a super giveaway, but this one, I'm assuming, I'm going to title it. Career change. Those
0: lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, no surprises here, guys. You know what you signed up for. Saddle up. Here we go. <laughs>
1: exactly. So, obviously, you guys know that Maddie and I both work in healthcare. We have been for the last four years and we've been in the space for, you know, over eight years now since we started uni and started, you know, and Maddie, you've probably been interested in it for a lot longer. Yeah. Sometime before that. I'm not going to give. exact details (laughs) but i think covid and everything that's been happening with lockdowns and working from home and change to our regular work schedule has really made a lot of us reassess everything in their life really um and i know for a lot of people career change is really really high on their list of things to reconsider
0: yeah, I think people who were pre-COVID maybe unhappy in their job have now realised that potentially maybe it's not worth it. They're wanting that career change, that sea change, that, you know, point of differentiation a lot more now than they did before. Or as well the people who have potentially maybe lost their jobs who are seeing it as an opportunity to, you know, jump fields, to start fresh, to, you know, maybe, you know, do that one thing that they never thought they would or never had a chance to due to the uncertainty of, you know, changing jobs. It It's a, a risky thing to do
1: it is a risky thing to do and that's why people don't just go from being you know dentists one day to sales representatives the next day to athletes the day after you know these things take a lot of time mm. they have a lot of weight behind them you know there's always things that you have to weigh up in order to make such a big decision because it is a big decision oh, it's huge. yeah when you're moving industry not just role or you know provider or hospital or whatever it is there's, yeah. there's so much to weigh up
0: Oh, 100%. You know, if it's not about finances, it's about, you know, the things that rely on those finances as well. Like Yeah. Time, God, kids, uh, like things that like we obviously don't have that I guess other people have to consider as well. You know, kids, partners, you know, for me, I don't have one, I know you do, but mortgages, you know, all that kind of thing. It can make the actual ability to change difficult, let alone the like, I guess the thought process and the potential to as well.
1: That's exactly right. The potential is a huge one. So, you know, I'm 26 now and I think in the next, I don't know, maybe six or seven years that I would like to potentially think about having a child. Um, (laughs) Maybe longer, I don't know. Um, But I just think it's not like I can just from one day to the next decide I'm going to completely drop everything that I have right now and throw all my eggs into a completely different basket because I need some stability. I need to have a relatively safe idea of what my trajectory is going to be. I'm certainly not the kind of person to plan out the next five years of my life, but I need to have a rough guide. I know that what I'm doing at the moment is relatively stable. So I need to think about if I want this in my future, what's that going to look like for me? And for some people, one major thing to think about as well is starting all the way from the bottom. When you change role, or especially if you're going to a completely new industry, you may have worked your way up into a, you know, very reputable position in your previous life. And if you're not enjoying it and you want to go do something else, It's unlikely you're going to start from being the CEO or whatever the role is. Yeah. You're probably going to be starting from the bottom again, learning, gaining your way up in the ranks all over again. And for some people, for a lot of people, that's a really big deterrent.
0: A hundred percent. I think... But at the same time, we need encouragement just because you are, you know, not 16 with the world at your fingertips like we get told that we are, does not mean that you can't make that change, that you don't have the ability to do that. And I think a lot of people are discouraged thinking, you know, I'm, I don't know, 30, 40, 50, 60, however old you are, it's too late for me. When the truth is, if you have a will, you have the way. Totally. Like if you can make it work and if you want it bad enough, I doubt there is a way that, you know, you can not make that manifest it to happen for you.
1: That's exactly right. So on, on that topic, Maddie, I feel like when we are, you know, 15, 16, 17, first of all, we're told that we don't know anything, but then <laughs> also we're told that we're supposed to know what we want to do for the next 40 years and we have to get this ATAR score because we have to make this decision and get into this course that we're going to be doing for the rest of our lives it's not going to be something that you know it's not necessarily encouraged for us to just see what happens and figure it out you know people who do broad degrees are made fun of and people who don't go into work or study and take some time off to either travel or think or whatever it is that's not looked upon as success in our you know society unfortunately it's you know the people who are making decisions who are looked upon as being the ones who have their things in order. But how are we even supposed to know what those decisions are? You know, I feel like we put so much time and energy into thinking about what looks good on paper and what we want to do someday, but it's genuinely the present that's shaping our future. And it's all of those things along the way.
0: hundred percent. I do think we need to reshape and reframe a lot of it when it comes to career, because, Yes, at the end of the day, title, position, salary is important. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, your overall happiness within a role is way more important than any one of those things. Um, I think if – what this is me just here having a bit of a mental turmoil. (laughs) What is the point in working every day in a job that you hate – but pays yeah. well when you could potentially, I know it's not maybe as favourable, but enjoying going to work every day for maybe, I don't know, not as better, you know, career trajectory, maybe doesn't have as great a title or as greater benefits to you. But if you're going to spend such a significant percentage of your life going to work and working... It needs it should be something that we that we enjoy, not something that is, you know, forced upon us or something that, you know, is a real drag to get up in the morning to do.
1: It has to be. It has to be something we enjoy because we spend at least a third of our lives doing it, a third of our day at the very minimum. Mm. It's the first topic of conversation. It's essentially your title in life as much as we don't want it to be. It is what it is. So, oh, it's the
0: greatest measurement of quote unquote success for yes. most people.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So where do we go to for advice? If we decide that maybe we have this itch inside of us that we just need to scratch, make a change, how do we know it's the right one? Who are we going to? I know certainly for me, um, I was very lucky. I looked to uh, my sister, my dad, my mom, a few of my cousins I was really close to as well. Um, I can't say I got a lot of great advice from my careers counsellor when I was in high school. Um, I remember her, I was sitting in her office one day and I, you know, I said, I really have no idea what I want to do. I'm in year 12 and I feel like I need to figure it out. Everyone's decided they want to be a lawyer or an electrician or a police officer or they've got some kind of idea in mm-hmm. mind and I don't know what I want to do. And so she said to me, okay, what are some things that you like? And I said, oh, I like writing. She said oh I'll become an author I said it's oh, that simple <laughs> you'll be a bestseller in no time or you know I like playing netball I'll become a professional netballer and I was just like even at 17 I am skeptical that that's not going to happen for me I, yes I enjoy these things but it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to be successful in what I'm passionate about
0: now. Yeah, let's link back to our goal setting episode about New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Pick something that's within the realm of possibility for you and have Absolutely. honesty with yourself about that. And Amanda, no offense, but I I don't think professional netball is ever going to be
1: <laughs> in your future i do not it.
0: It's okay. That's just a sale. <laughs> no, and it's much better than the advice that my careers counsellor gave to me, which was when I was reasonably certain that I wanted to go into the health field that I'm in now. And she told me, well, I've looked at your grades and I've looked at the units that you're doing. Why don't you just become a surgeon? You'd, you'd make more money. It's a similar field. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, but, like, that doesn't sound very enjoyable <laughs> to me. And she just kept coming back to the fact that it was a job of, you know, great esteem and it made more money. And I was like, even back then, like I hold a very similar view now, but back then I was just like, is it really the be all and end all? Like, I don't really feel like cutting people open, like, mm. like and making good money is not going to make up for the fact that I don't really like the sound of that.
1: Absolutely not. I feel like my careers counsellor certainly did, didn't recommend me doing surgery. <laughs> she looked at my grades and said no. But I was the person in science class that would, like, sneak out of the room when we were dissecting frogs and stuff because I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, I can't look at this, this smell. And now I work in healthcare, which is –
0: ironic but oh, i could not do that <laughs> yeah no me either i was just like cutting things open and that is it's not for me if it's already broken or open or whatever before i Different get there story. fine yeah. but yeah no nah. i don't like it so let's talk about potentially maybe some modern day advice for those yes. th- considering a career change even considering a side hustle complementary yeah. to it i think this will also apply to those people i know. It's kind of a very big 2020, 2021 COVID thing to do to, you know, grow your side hustle. So I think a lot of this sort of tips, advice, you know, et cetera, that we have here is applicable to those people as well.
1: Absolutely. I think the number one piece of advice I can give to anybody, including myself, is to think about what the journey entails and what does your end goal look like day to day? we've spoken about this before in our episode about motivation, whatever it is that you want to do in the future, what does that look like every day? Does it mean working shift work? Does it mean doing nights and weekends and potentially missing birthdays and nights out with your friends and being late to dinner? Or, you know, does it mean traveling far and wide? Or does it mean bringing your work home with you? Or does it mean You know, all of these different things, if you're setting a goal such as wanting to lose weight, it means like we spoke about getting up early, potentially making yourself go to the gym when you're tired, doing things that you don't want to do your dream job. Potentially, I can't say this for sure, but probably doesn't look like sunshine all the time because no job is it's just reality. It's going to have its downfalls. So don't just think about the perks. Think about the the downfalls as well and weigh up the pros and cons together. What kind of, you know, steps are you willing to take? What's it going to look like day to day? And then what's it going to look like when you reach where you want to be?
0: hundred percent. I think it's these kind of big decisions and, you know, that we really have to take off our roast into glasses. We have to really have a, a good honest look at the situation at hand and as we said i think we can link back to both the motivation and the goal setting here because i think they both come into play 100 having a realistic look and writing it down as well don't just mentally yes, i think if you're down. going to commit to a a career change or adding in a side hustle you need to really map out commit to things you need to You know look at what that looks like and have a clear plan and trajectory there that is i guess as simple to follow as can be
1: absolutely um and bringing back to bringing it back to money as well how important is money to you is it more important for you to have a really awesome lifestyle and make less money Is the money that you're getting from your job that you don't enjoy funding a lifestyle that you do enjoy? Is it maybe, like you said, Maddie, funding your side hustle? For example, I would love to be a professional podcaster. That would be fantastic. I would love that. I love it. I love talking to you guys. I love hanging out with my best friend, love writing content, all of that kind of thing. But we make zero dollars from this. So money, I'm going to say, is important because I can't afford to just follow my dream of having this hobby that I like. And not being able to put a roof over my head.
0: One hundred percent. If anything, this podcast is negative.
1: Yes, monies. It,
0: currently, yes. <laughs> we're not going to profess to be anything different than that. But one hundred percent. If you know, if you enjoy going out to many brunches, if you you know enjoy driving a fancy car that's got big repayments, you've got to look at you know what elements of your life are funded by your current position. Your current, I guess funds, lifestyle, etc., and how all of that has the potential to change with a career change. And I'm sure that everyone realizes that. I'm sure that so many people hold themselves back from going for these opportunities, for changing their, their careers, their trajectories, because of fears around those same things. I think if you can look at it and work it out as well by writing it down, how those things need to change or how you're willing to commit to those changes in order to work towards that goal, I think is another incredible step and another you know really powerful tool that you can do there. Because if you can find, I guess, if your barrier is something that is not fixed and something that is potentially changeable, then look at how you can it. If it's fixed and changeable and movable, then 100% you can still achieve that change in career goal by shuffling and moving a couple of things along the way. Yes, it might require sacrifice, but in the end, is that sacrifice going to be worth it? By the sounds of it, yes.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. And while you're writing things down about what it is that you potentially want your future to look like, really, really think about that why. And for me, I really like hashing this out with people in real life who are like-minded to me, friends of mine, because I know that when I have one wild idea – a lot of things can stem from that, and I'm ending up thinking about something that's completely unrelated.
0: <coughs> marriage <But>. celebrant.
1: <laughs> the other day, I messaged the girls group chat and said, "Hey guys, so I'm going to be a marriage celebrant, so I just enrolled in a course to do that." Are you still doing it? Yeah, I'm going to start it soon. I'm so excited. I literally was like, "Is this going
0: to become one of the things like your
1: masters, or is this going to be like an actual <laughs> so thing we're that gonna you?" Start it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to finish it. I should say. <laughs> But yes, exactly, why is it that you wanna change? How big are you willing to make a change? And will that change really make you happy or is there something else going on that's making you feel like you're not fulfilled? Is it your job? Is it someone that you work for? Is it someone that you work with? Is it the industry? Are they your clients slash patients slash whatever it is that you do for work? What is the reason that you're not enjoying what you're doing now or not feeling satisfied? And what can you do to overcome that? Because the last thing I want for you guys is to make such a huge change and to feel like you're back in the same place as where you were before.
0: 100%. I think what comes with that is how to put this into words in the right way. Um, Again, linking back, I guess, to that goal-setting episode, where you can, if you are uncertain about things, seek advice, seek help, look at people who are in the positions you want to be seek out advice. I know that um, we often have students who want to, you know, be in the role that we are now. And I thoroughly enjoy them asking me questions about how I got there. I'm more than willing to help someone who is passionate about getting to the same position as me get there. There's absolutely nothing wrong with supporting others and lifting others up. There's room
1: for all of us. Exactly.
0: And I think there are so many people out there, if you are willing to take the time to ask and ask it in the right way, would be more than willing to help you as well. So don't be afraid to, you know, reach out to people, whether that's through social media, people you know in real life, and just be like, look, I think this is something that I want to do. This is my plan. What advice do you have? What helped you? Are there any, you know... I don't know whether it's support systems or, you know, people that you went to, how can you, I guess, give yourself the greatest amount of support to actually make that change?
1: Totally. And just as a bit of a finishing note for me, I mean, I will say that I am very satisfied in what I'm doing at the moment. I'm feeling really, really happy in my career and in my role, how things are going. And I will be super honest with people who ask me that it's not a highlight reel. I'm not going to give you all of the great versions of it. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of satisfaction from my job, but there are so many downfalls as well. Like last week, Maddie, we canceled dinner plans because I finished work an hour and a half late and I just wasn't going to make it. It made me so sad. I was (laughs) so sad as well, but that's just what happens. Yeah. And I don't, you know, sit there at four o'clock in a night shift and think, wow, this is the best day of my life. I love my job. Obviously, there are times (laughs) where I'd rather be doing other things like sleeping, but that's okay because the benefits for me far outweigh those downfalls and you just suck it up and do shit that you don't like sorry for swearing because you know that it pays off for you in other ways it's all about a balance yeah i mean
0: no job is going to be perfect there is absolutely no job out there that has you know perfect conditions pays mm-hmm. you a great amount of annual leave and sick leave and you know your boss is a dream and you know meetings are always catered or whatever like that would be nice. <laughs> That job doesn't exist. Like every job is going to come with its ups and its downs and 100% need to look at whatever career change you're looking to go into without your rose-tinted glasses. Because you know right now that looking at your job, I'm sure some people would see that as a dream or an ideal and want to be in your position and not see it with that same realism that you do. So being able to look at your current job and the position that you want with that same frame of mind is really going to give you sort of... I guess, a firm and realistic basis or equilibrium to start whatever you are wanting to do from there.
1: That's a really good point. I like that a lot. Mm. But I think that's pretty much all we have time for this week. Um, once again, thoroughly enjoyed talking about this. Good talk for hours. So let us know if you have any specific questions for us or any general comments that you'd like to leave. Um, you can find us on Instagram at one percent pod. That is all and no numbers i'm getting much better at that yeah. <laughs> um but otherwise maddie I've, I've got nothing else to say you've got nothing else to say i was just gonna say
0: that this is our side hustle it's <laughs> our yes. little baby yes. so if you guys are considering you know supporting yours following your dreams we would appreciate any support towards ours as well Let's so follow our dreams. yeah like us follow us rate us not us the podcast. Don't um, ask us. I don't, Amanda's no. a ten out
1: of ten. But anyway, <laughs> and with that said, so guys, we'll be back in your ears next week. See you next week.